Hey, hey, couples. Welcome to another episode of Keeping Your Marriage Hot and Holy with your love coach, Chara Taylor. I want to thank you guys for all of your participation and your support. And thank you for following me. And thank you for the feedback that you give me on the podcast. I really do appreciate it and look forward to continuing to connect with you. But listen, guys, today I want to talk about the importance of connecting sexually, but more importantly, how frequent we do it. Yes, I said it. I want to talk about how frequent we should be having sex. And so I want to start this by coming from the biblical perspective of what I'm going to get to. In 1 Corinthians, the seventh chapter, the fifth verse, Paul admonishes married couples by saying, do not deprive one another except with consent for a limited time that you may give yourselves to fasting and prayer and come together again so that Satan does not tempt you because of your lack of self-control. This is the basis of keeping your marriage hot and holy. I mean, this is the, this is the scripture. This is the foreground. This is the foundation of why I even started the ministry in the first place, because we need to understand that having sex in marriage is important. It's so important that it had to be included in the scriptures. And not only did he include it in the scripture, but he included that we should not deprive one another with except for a limited time that we separate so that we can fast and pray. This tells me, ladies and gentlemen, that frequency in sex matters. And I believe that the reason why we struggle and why we have all these different attitudes and things going on in marriage Yes, the real issue is there's life circumstances and things happen. But if we connect sexually more, there is some power in that sexual connection. There is some power in that act that we have been blessed with by God. The frequency, the power, the connect. Think about it. It's like our level up. It's like the it's the way we charge up as couples. It's the way we stay electrified. It's the way we stay on full We think that it's with money or all the other things, but it's the frequency of connecting. We have to connect our our laptops and our tablets and our cell phones so that they stay powered up. We need to connect our bodies to our spouses so we stay powered up frequently, okay? So that we're always on full, that our gas tanks never get low. I like what Paul says because Paul goes on to say, Then come back together after you have separated for a time to fast and pray. Then come back together so that Satan does not tempt you because of your lack of self-control. So first, let me deal with the whole him tempt Satan tempting us because of our lack of self-control. And then I'm going to go back to the time of prayer and fasting. So here's what I've come to understand about us as humans. If, If we don't have what we need emotionally, which is tied to us married couples sexually. If we don't get that, then then we then we're out here tripping. And that's real talk. Our attitudes are bad, our behaviors are bad. So when he talks about when that Satan 
does not get the opportunity to come back and tempt us because of our lack of self-control. I don't believe that he was only talking about tempting us to cheat. Yes, that's a possibility. But I think he was talking about our lack of self-control with our mouths, with our attitudes, with our behaviors, with the way we come off to one another, how defensive we get. We're not able to control ourselves because we ain't been powered up. We haven't been sexually connected to our spouse. And so any little thing that he or she says or does is going to tip you off. It's going to be a trigger because you have not been powered up. I truly do not believe that one time of missing sex or two times of missing sex is going to cause us to run off and start cheating and having affairs. But it will cause us to get an attitude, to roll our heads, to have our tempers flare up. We don't understand our temperance when we're talking to each other. We're like, why is you so defensive? Here's a here's a um, mark that I like to do. If my husband is acting all uh, weird or different or he seems to be a little tense, I have to say, when was the last time we connected sexually? Because maybe this brother is missing out on something. Hold on, what's going on? Let me make sure that this right here is taken care of. Because the truth is, not men do need the release, but women, we need that as well. We need that sexual empowerment just as much as the man does. And so while we're allowing our attitudes to fuel us to stay separated, we should be allowing our attitudes to fuel us to come together to have some sex. Give him something he can feel. Put something on that man's mind. Put something on that woman's mind. She acting up, put something on her mind. She got an attitude, put something on her mind. He running around looking crazy. He hawking off and seem like he has, he, like he's got some anger going on. Put something on his mind. Give him something he can feel. It's time for y'all to get it on. Uh, we don't talk about this enough. All people keep talking about is, oh, I'm tired of hearing about sex and marriage. There's more to marriage than sex. It's more to marriage than sex. It is. It is a lot more to marriage than sex. But let me tell you, if you neglect the sexual part of your marriage, you're going to have some serious um, issues. Now, if you cannot have sex because of medical conditions, there are other alternatives and we can talk about those. But we have to come out of the mindset of thinking all he wants is sex. All he talk about is sex. Okay, and we was given the blessing of, of sex. We was out there bumping and grinding before we got married. Most of us, if truth be told, and then as soon as we get in the the covenant bonds that God has blessed us in, then we want to start acting brand new. We got to stop acting brand new in these marriages and start acting like we like we can drop it like it's hot and put it back on these people. Okay, let's get together sexually. This is what you wanted. This is why most of us was hurrying up to get married. Oh, I can't wait to get married. Oh, I can't wait to get married. Well, now that you're married, it's time to act like it. Enjoy the benefits of it. Connect sexually and do it often. I love that it was so important that God didn't have us wondering about it. It is written in the word. It is spelled out right there in the word for us that we need to not deprive each other. Only accept for a limited time that we both agree on to separate so that we can fast and pray. So now let me talk about that for a minute. For those of us who are new to fasting and prayer, and that's not something that you do on a regular basis, I would encourage you to research about fasting and prayer. Talk to your pastors, talk to spiritual leaders about what fasting and prayer looks like and how it can benefit your life, because it is a spiritual discipline that we should practice on a regular basis for spiritual empowerment, 
so that you maintain your connection with God and a few and a whole host of other benefits. Okay. If you are fasting on a regular basis and that's all you seem to be doing and you're using fasting as a way to actually not have sex, then I want to let you know that you're wrong because God is not the author of confusion and he is not going to have his married couples separated sexually for that long of a span of time, knowing what our bodies need, knowing what our bodies depend on, which is why he says to separate for a limited time that you both can agree on for fasting and prayer. Here's what I want to recommend. Just going to give you some wisdom on this. Okay. Here's what I recommend. If you are still in the childbearing um, times of your life, or you're still a woman that is having a cycle or your wife is still having monthly, that could be the perfect time for you two to agree to separate for a time of fasting and prayer, because that will allow her to go through this time that she really doesn't want to have anyways without the added pressure of you husband without the extra pressure of a man talking things like ain't nothing wrong with your mouth your mouth still work do you that's that's inconsiderate for a woman our bodies are going through so much at that time the last thing we're thinking about is sex and we definitely ain't thinking about no oral sex truth be told okay just putting it out there But not only will it benefit her so that she can allow her body to get through this, but this is a great time to to get filled back up and reconnected and in touch with your spiritual side and and maintain that connection with God. We're all trying to figure out how do I balance my life? How do I balance my life? Well, if you're married, use the time that the woman has to not. Uh, let me see what's the best words that the woman does not want to actually be involved. Okay. She really don't want to be involved at that time. Okay. But the time that she has to endure this monthly cycle, use that time to connect with God and to separate. And then when it's over, y'all can come back together so that Satan does not get the opportunity to tempt you because of your lack of self-control. Now, for for some, that means two days. For some, it means 10. For some, it means 12. If you have the unfortunate happenstance of being abnormal in this area, then I want to recommend that you guys actually sit down, plan, and talk about times where you can fast and separate and consecrate um, and see if you can work those things out around the abnormality and try and talk to your doctor about how to get that fixed, okay? And keep praying and praying and believing God to touch you and heal your body. But the point that I really want to make is with the excuse of, oh, I got a headache. Oh, I don't feel like it. Oh, I got this going on. Oh, I'm tired. There are times when we are extremely exhausted. There are times when life is taken on and we don't have control over that. There are those times, but we do not get the excuse to constantly use excuses to stay disconnected sexually. And we see it right here in the scripture. Do not deprive one another except with consent. What time that you agree on that's limited where you separate for fasting and praying outside of that. Y'all need to be getting it in. Y'all need to be getting it in, making it hot, making it holy, trying to make sure that it's spicy, that it's romantic, that it's passionate. Because you one, you have been blessed with this opportunity Two, be real with yourself. You like sex and because you like it, you have the opportunity and the liberty to do it because you're free and you're married. Get it on, get it on. 
Stop looking at their, their habits and their issues that's causing you to be angry. Deal with those issues, but make sure that you are connecting sexually on a frequent and a regular basis. All right, couples, that's what I wanted to talk about today is, you know, there's power and there's importance in the sexual connection and there's power and there's importance in how frequently you connect sexually. If you would like to hear the entire message about the importance of connecting sexually, then I ask you to join me on the BGK Network TV Christian television station um, on Tuesdays at 2 p.m. and 8 p.m. And the um, episode will actually air live and you can see the the whole message in its entirety. And I just wanted to encourage you. I really do pray that these episodes are empowering your marriage. They are encouraging you, inspiring you and helping you and your spouse to have a hot and a holy marriage. If you would like more information, and I welcome you to join me and follow me, um, get all updates through my website at www.tingtaylorministries.com or you can follow me on social media. Um, I am on Instagram at the Hot and Holy Love Coach and on Facebook at Awaken Love Marriage Ministries. All right, guys, have a wonderful, wonderful time with your spouse and make sure that you keep it hot and holy. I'll talk to you next time.